Run, listen, I can't really talk right now. I have work, so I'm in a bit of a rush. You can take your time. You can just drop me off outside the company in two hours. Excuse me, what are you talking about? New booking. City private drivers. Scheduled rental. 4 to 6 p.m. Passenger name. Ren Rui. Pick up at Mama Perla's Filipino restaurant. 0903 Bathurst Street. Drop off at Rui Rousseau Global Office. 1995 Bay Street. <sighs> you almost turned your customer away. You didn't tell me. You didn't even tell me you were my customer. Well, I was about to. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Where do you want to go? Anywhere you want. Okay, how about let's go straight to Ruby Rousseau Global Office. How does that sound? I don't want to be there yet. Hmm, how about let's go to some drive-thru, get a poutine, and just have a chat. That's all I'm asking. Poutine? What is this, an attempt at being relatable? Are you sure you don't want some super bougie high tea at the Four Seasons instead? You want high tea? We can get high tea, sure, no problem. I can call for reservations. Relax. Let's take it easy. Fine, poutine, your treat. I can't even remember when I was last inside one of these. It must be five years ago? No, thank you. You have no idea how memorable this is for me. All right, no problem, no worries. I'm happy to be part of your whole nostalgic experience. But, you know, how about let's just get straight to, let's just get straight into it, okay? First, you bought me a poutine. You saved my life. I'm broke as hell, so I'm thinking the most I can offer you is my ear, and I do kind of owe you. So I'm willing to give you that, but please, can you, you know, share your whole story slowly? You can give me more than the ear. You can protect me with your powers. How about let's start with not saying that I have powers in public, because I don't know who's going to hear this and I don't need anything on me. So, well, well, it started around six months ago. I couldn't breathe while I was sleeping. And uh, when I finally got up, I called my security and uh, they did a Heimlich maneuver on me. And strangest thing is, I ended up spitting out this pebble. A pebble? Like a rock? Yeah, like a like a smooth kind of pebble. Okay. Uh okay, I guess I'm I'm hearing you. That concerns me a lot, you know. Clearly. Yeah. Did you by chance consume anything that had a pebble in it? Maybe you were drunk on drugs? Wow. Are you for real right now? I am the heir to a $50 billion company. Why would I randomly swallow a pebble? 
You know how much the media would crucify me for that? Anyway, so, the pebble came out of nowhere. It came from inside me. And that's what Datu told me. Someone somewhere out there is doing some sort of ritual that places these objects magically in me. That makes me do things. And it's destroying me from the inside. That is not a slow start at all. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but this is as slow as it gets. Okay, this is level one. And when there's level one, there's level 100, which is to say, I'm waking up in the middle of the night a month after that with a knife to my grandfather's neck and snapping out of it just as I'm about to slice it 360 degrees. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Excuse me? Did you just say you were about to kill your grandfather? No, 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 no. It's not in my nature to kill anyone, okay? It wasn't me. I don't remember a thing, I swear. It's plain, it's not plain sleepwalking either. I've never done that before. You know, I, I'm, I'm not saying anything, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's triggered by stress, high pressure, certain recent events. Sure, maybe you've heard the news. Yes, my father died a few months ago as reported by the media everywhere, every day, incessantly, for months. Okay, fine. Good hypothesis. I just thought it was because of that too. But I see a therapist for that. I've said my goodbyes and uh, I've made my peace. You never know. That kind of thing, it just doesn't disappear that easily. It could still be manifesting subconsciously. I'm not saying I'm 100% okay. I have people who heal my body, my mind. But this, this is different. This is a disease of the soul. That's very dramatic. You'd be dramatic too if some evil spirit was inside of you, you know? And uh, after, this, after this happened, I asked my security to lock my doors from the outside. And in the middle of the night, they'd hear me banging against the door over and over again. They'd come in, drag me back to bed, but I'd throw fits. That's what I said. And I woke up with these gashes in, on my arms. But it wasn't just at night. I'd get into these random trances during the day while driving, at a club, restaurant, company events, everywhere. And that's when I saw Datu. And uh, actually my mom and him, they've known each other since they were kids. She used to invite him over to do all these healings for her. And Datu said, I've been greeted by a spirit. I'm like, it's unbelievable. Not only that, apparently there is a caster, a spell caster, someone who's booked me as their target. And Datu said he could strengthen my spirit so I could have enough time to figure out the identity of this person. Ah, uh, 
much. Mm, my brain hurts. <laughs> that's that's a lot of information. I'm sort of just overwhelmed. But um, I guess logically speaking, following all of this, maybe it sounds like there's some evil happenings going on. Maybe someone's out to get to you. I guess you have to ask yourself who hates you the most? Like, who is this caster? You know, your guess is as good as mine. Taking me a while to figure out who the caster is. Is it because there's too many? I don't know. I just need time. That's all. <sighs> hmm. Okay. Listen, Lorenzo. This is all a little crazy, but... I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because you know Datu. And I hear everything that you're saying. Let's get into it. Datu is a famous manghihilot, a traditional Filipino healer. He is a pioneer of that field of unknown, unexplainable energies. Some people call it magic. I'll give him that. The man is a mystic, but me... I don't really know too much. No, no one taught me anything about healings and rituals. Trust me, I don't want to sound crazy either. I have a... Uh, uh, people think of me in a certain way. And I'm fully aware of that. N no one expects me to be spewing this type of nonsense about kulam, magic, or whatever nonsense is there, spirits, and also begging a girl I just met to help me out, to strengthen my soul. If I could take that all away, I, I would. But when Datu first told me, I nearly walked out, but I swear to you, this is my reality every day. And I'm on the edge of doing something I will regret. I'll ask around, okay? It sounds stressful. It sounds like a nightmare. I'll bring your case to people I know. See if they can help, maybe? I think that's all I can commit to right now, though. I'm sorry I can't give you more than that. I really wish I could. Really? Oh. Can you, you can see them. Is that... Yeah? You can see them? There has to be a reason for that. That's why we met. M my people looked you up. It's no coincidence. Your mom? Was she a shaman? A uh, babaylan? So I guess we're here. It's time for a little bit of a disclosure. You see, my mom lived and died a healer, but I never saw any of that really. And it's not like I spend my days trying to remember all these things. Somewhat vaguely, I can picture it. All the candles, the boiling pots, 
the herbs she'd hang on our door frames and windowsills. My mom was really into traditional Filipino songs. Not even Tagalog, though, the main language, but the songs of our indigenous, the songs that we had in our folklore or classics. There'd be a lot of humming, chanting. It was kind of new agey in our household, but she never forced my dad and I to join in, so I never really got what it was about. Even if I did, it was 10 years ago, so I couldn't tell you a thing. My mom always kept it to herself in her office. It wasn't like humming and chanting was the soundtrack of my youth. You know, but in my house, there was the jars and the vials all over the place. There were stacks of garlic, bay leaves, dates. There was the smell of incense and sage layers deep into the walls. Watermelons, grapes, rambutan, durian, my favorite fruits, and rice laid out in the corners of every room as offering. It was just like New Year's Eve every day. There was no big deal. A lot of people went in and out of my house. I remember because there were way too many titos and titas and elderly pinching my cheeks, telling me how malosog I am. That's healthy. How mataba I was, chubby. And the universal nickname for me was Taba Ching Ching. Taba Ching Look at those Chubby, fluffball. I don't remember who these people were, what rights they had to call me chubby fluffball to my face on our first meeting, but they seemed decent enough. They weren't culty. They didn't look like witches. They didn't look scary. It was really fine. I, I really try to not dwell on these things. It's just pictures in my mind and I do look at them fondly. When I had a school project once, I even referred to my mom as a doctor. My dad just couldn't get enough of that. What kind of doctor? Like, Dr. Soul is what he would call her. Every chance he could get, and my mom would just be so embarrassed about it. And, and that's it. I'm gonna end it there. I'm gonna end it there as to what I know and what I can remember. I don't think there's any point in going further it's just the past and it was good and it was fun and that's it. That's it. So when I was 10, my life changed because my mom passed. Rather, she just didn't wake up from one of her spiritual expeditions or her healing trips. Her pulse just stopped. It was random, a freak event. Usually she'd go into this trance, close her eyes, lie in bed, and then maybe an hour or two later, she'd be back up, running, cooking something in the kitchen. But that just didn't happen. My dad could never really take her going. He kept on saying she'd be back. I'm pretty sure I side-eyed him after the second day because 
how does that even happen, right? How, how will she come back? Like her eyes have been closed for two days now. But I wasn't surprised. That's just the type of man my father was. Of course, for his first love, he wasn't just gonna sit around. So one day he finally followed her, except his pulse didn't stop. That's a plus. He didn't wake up either. So that's not a plus. He's just been chilling on a bed at St. Mike's ever since for the past 10 years now. And maybe he's hanging out with my mom and they're both lost somewhere. Maybe he's having so much fun, he can't make up his mind which world he wants to stay in. Either way, he left. your help. Oh, well, if it isn't my favorite bruja, why are you here again, hmm? I have some questions for you. Not with those ants, you don't. Okay, so, you know how that guy, there was this guy that saved me from Datu's killer? Well, we've been talking. Mm-hmm, so the day has come. Sachi Brilliante. Finally talking about something else other than hustling for side gigs. It's not like that. This is still a side gig. <laughs> Girl falls in love with the mystery. Rugged man who saves her? A little cliched, but I see it. I see it for you. No, 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 no. Well, he's not rugged. He, he's just some random kid from my school. But anyway, so this kid saved my life. So technically, I owe him, right? Plus, he's Datu's client, so there's that bit of a connection. But the point is, apparently, he's been greeted by some spirit. Datu's been strengthening his soul to ward it off, and now he's lost. He needs another Datu, and that's why I'm here. And that's why I need you, because I want to give you that new role. Really? <laughs> this will be a nice one. So I've been bestowed. Well, thank you very much, Kampagita. Yes, Ate, you have been specially chosen. <laughs> this student has become the teacher. What a privilege. So... All of this makes sense to you? This isn't a surprise? Mm, the, that what? I mean, there's souls all around us. There's souls all around us, yes. But this guy is especially weird. He, he says he's spitting out smooth pebbles and holding knives while sleepwalking. And he's 
inches away from killing his grandfather and causing self-destruction. And then there's all this nonsense about his soul leaving his body. I mean, I have a headache just thinking about it all. Banda, that's Datu's specialty. Okay. I know Datu did some of these type of things. He never really told me. And this boy, he seems to know Datu. He tells me he knows who did this. I'm like, fine, okay. I want to know too. I'll help you. We can work with the police. But instead, what he wants is to cast the spirit away and use magic and all that. I just don't know what it all means. It means that someone wants him dead. You know, Tampagita, that too should have taught you. Taught me what? By the sound of it, um, the spirit has settled in the boy. The spirit has settled in the boy. He's possessed? Well, you could say that. He's not just been greeted. The spirit has come to rest in him. That's probably why Datu couldn't just cast it out directly. What do you mean? You know, healers like Datu and myself, we can use our energies to set up barriers so that those unlike us cannot come through. We do that through healing rituals, bombs, recipes, that sort of stuff, you know? And basically they strengthen the soul, yeah? If someone's come across an Anito accidentally, usually the effect of the spirit is only but a whisper. They don't do much unless you antagonize them. People just feel a bit of ache here and there. <clears throat> and um, they can't sleep too well. Usually a little rest, little spell from us. It's enough. But the thing is, if the spirit has rested, feels at home in the boy to the point that it has control over the body that's late in the game well, what can we do to get rid of this hypothetically well for starters I can take a look at your boy see what's wrong mm-hmm and treat him like that too that should give him enough strength to find a caster. Mankukulam or whatever is the word that we use. And, and then we convince that person to stop. He'll have to destroy their flow, take away their strength. What does that mean? Like ruin their altar or something? Because I'm thinking if they hate Ren that much, wouldn't they just build another one? They won't stop, right? As long as a person has hatred in their mind and heart, they won't stop. 
How do we destroy their flow? Simple. What do we do? We just kill them. <sighs> Ate. Mm -hmm. That's a little aggressive, isn't it? Oh, is it now? Shoving a pebble magically in your throat is a big provocation, though. Then killing them? Come on. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Shoving a pebble is into someone's throat is almost like killing them, but I don't know how I walked into this crime scene happening. Now there's all this information about, you know, we have to kill the caster or at least render them brain dead. I don't know, Ate. This is beyond me. I, I have work to do. Like, I have jobs. I have school. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Listen, if it's to this extent, culprit is probably someone close. <sighs> Let me think. There is a second way. But it's not one where a lot of people recover from, apparently. Do I want to know? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, don't tell me what it is, please. Please, don't tell me. If you can't catch the human who decided to start this, well, you can go straight for the kill, for, for all I know. Nick Danito. Because it's the spirit that gives strength to the person. And if you take that spirit out, you're taking the lifeblood of the caster. So if we cannot kill the caster or the actual human, mm -hmm. the person, the real life person who's doing this, we can take the spirit out. How do you do that? Correct and correct. Well, we call the ritual, well, it's called the invitation. Anito uh, in Tagalog. Invitation is the invitation done right means entrance into the world where the ones unlike us dwell. It's it's kind of a meeting with evil face to face, if you know what I mean. No, thank you. No, thank you. Hard no. I'll pass. I don't need to see evil face to face. I see it every day in school. In the street, no thanks. Thing is, it's easy to get trapped in that world where it looks so much like ours. Even so, the body continues to move and breathe in real life while the soul journeys elsewhere. Sometimes it's just a trance, other times it leads to harm and violence. A lot of times, the soul gets lost and fails to come back. And um, let me guess, that's what happened to Ren, isn't it? Um, all of this makes me really not want to be part of this. All the more reason that I should avoid. So maybe how about as a good gesture to Ren, maybe I'll tell him to ask the Catholic Church I mean, this is their bread and butter. Red and I are both Catholic anyway. I think maybe they could help us. Ah, perfect. 
you'll have the divine in your heart and the healing in your hands. I don't have healing in my hands, they do. And they're the experts. They can do some sort of exorcism. Mm, sweetie. Okay, let's not bother the priest. All right, even if we send them a message, well, let's be real. They won't reply until three months later with a whole squad of archbishops and lawyers. At that point, your friend will probably be dead. Besides, if it's a poolam, there's that tinge of Filipino spontaneity and wildness. And uh, the best way to combat it is to bring the same sort of flavor. <laughs> so, 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 let me get this straight. The spirit is Filipino in Toronto. Tell me, Ate, how did it get here? I mean, what else is there? Should I look for Nara trees and then ask the duendes for help? Little dwarves, you know, hiding in small bushes or tree trunks? What else? <laughs> you do know you have a strange sense of humor. You know? Well, I want to make it clear that the spirit didn't come here by plane from Manila. It got here from the inside, from the boy's heart, from the caster's heart, from their blood, and the history that's in their veins. It's the same blood that runs through you. much for listening to The Lost Shaman. To celebrate our launch, we are so grateful to partner and run a giveaway with Cambio & Co, a global movement inspiring Filipinos to wear your heritage. You'll be gifting one lucky winner from the US or Canada with a pair of earrings, sustainably crafted in the Philippines and made with the finest locally sourced materials, such as our iconic freshwater pearls and gold filigree that make for beautiful heirlooms. All you have to do is follow at Sabelle Studios on Instagram and share our giveaway post, or you can simply leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Winners will be announced June 1st, and you'll find all details on our Sabelle Studios Instagram. If you are not in the US or Canada and you've enjoyed The Lost Hammond, it would still mean a lot if you could please leave a review It'll only take a minute of your time. Thank you and please stay tuned for more.